You're listening to the Designer Journals with Liv. Even though from when I was 10 and I made that first phone call to the draftsman in Serling, you know, it's yeah. what I always wanted to do, but yeah. that passion was changing, so yeah. I followed it, and it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. Hey guys, welcome to another episode, and thank you for tuning in to listen. Today I've got my old friend, from uni, Scott Berwick on the podcast. We talk about um, what uni was like for both of us. Um, we literally sat next to each other on the first day of studio and did our first group assignment together as well. Um, so literally from the beginning, um, we were there and it's been really cool to see where he's ended up. So yeah, so we did the bachelor's program, um, then did the master's program and left um, after first year to pursue, first year of master's program, sorry, to pursue a job opportunity. Um, and it's really cool how he kind of goes into detail about how that worked out for him. Um, and such a bold move as well, given that um, architecture is a five-year degree, um, you know, to leave when you've only got a year and a half left. Some people might have said some things about that um but you know everyone's path is different and so it took him on a journey and where he's at now he's in a commercial firm and working as a project manager designer um combined sort of role there and he explains that as well which is really cool um so yeah it was great to chat about um what we liked about uni what we didn't like it probably sounds like we bag out uni a little bit but ultimately we, we come back around full circle and um yeah talk about how our degrees um got us to where we are today so yeah it's cool to hear scott's story and what he's doing and yeah let's bring him in all right welcome scott to the podcast thank you all right um well let's dive in and i'll just start my first question is how did you get into architecture so when i was little as long as i can remember i always wanted to be an architect i don't really think i completely understood what an architect was though like we were talking about (laughs) um but when i was little i remember my parents were doing an extension at their house and i was probably about 10 and i was looking at the documentation on the kitchen table and um apparently well my mum tells a story apparently i went down to her office and said i need you to take me to sterling at midday because I'd called the draftsman and made an appointment to go talk to him about what it was like to be a draftsman or an architect. Um, So, yeah, went at 10 years of age into this studio in Stirling, a guy called Malcolm Hill, and had a chat to him and, yeah, just sort of fell in love with it and he was showing me all the models and stuff. No way, so he actually met with you? Yeah, yeah. That's so So, cool. Because, yeah, he drafted up our house. So, yeah, I think he was just found it entertaining more than anything. But, yeah, so went and had a chat with him. And yeah, decided that's really what I wanted to do. But sort of as I finished school, I just kind of settled into life for a few years mm-hmm. and got in a in a steady, a steady relationship and just sort of settled and mm-hmm. didn't really do much and was just working retail. I was working in the audio industry, and um, but then yeah, at twenty four, I had a bit of a life change and I thought oh, I'll make the best of a bad situation and go do what I've always wanted to do, which was architecture. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, you were in first year together. Yeah, I remember we did studio one together. Yeah, I reckon. What was that? Um, oh, we had the studio in Blackwood Forest. Yeah, 
And um, we were like making models. Like every we had like three, four models to make. And I had that old stupid sports car, and you and Tori. Yeah, were in it. because we had a we had a site visit, <laughs> and um, right. yeah, and you took us all up there. Yeah, and we had the roof off, and we wouldn't stop laughing at how stupid this car was. Yeah, because we had to physically take the roof off. Yeah, like a button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great! That was a sweet. Show. And then you came back and like just smashed it out of the park. You had your tree in the middle of the model and built all around yeah, it. Yeah, but then I got teased from all the lecturers. Remember? Did they, you really? Yeah, because I put actual trees in the model. Yeah. And they're like, they put it up in front of the class. It was class like a said, stick though. It wasn't like an actual gum leaf. No, I wrote, it was a stick that I took from the forest. I yeah. thought it was really poetic. But um, yeah, the lecturer, Rachel, I think it was, put it up in front of the class and said, look, don't do this. This is what your dodgy uncle does oh with his gosh, train set. Oh my I don't remember that. So, yeah. No, like in the lecture? Yeah. I must have skipped that one. So I, um, yeah, I that, never, never put trees in my model oh my again gosh. after that, but. <laughs> well, is it, was it from like a, a scale perspective or something? Yeah. I, oh, man, I, I was so picky with that stuff. It was scale. That was – um, but it was beautiful because you had like oh, even thanks. laid up all your bits of cardboard yeah, and you got like yeah. this texture and stuff had in like there. grass flock on yeah. there. And Meanwhile, like, mine was taped together with like masking tape. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. That was such a long time ago. Mm. Um, and, yeah, how did you find like uni when you, when you got there? Um. I absolutely loved it. I think I was well suited to the uni system. Yeah. Um, I definitely felt like probably the mature age. Is that because you were older though? Like maybe. Like yeah, I de- yeah. definitely felt like the mature age yeah. student. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I don't know. It was. I think because I was just working and like I enjoyed my work in the audio industry, but it it wasn't very stimulating. Whereas mm-hmm. to go to an environment which. Yeah, it was really stimulating every day and allowed me to sort of be creative and mm. get stuck into it and express myself a little bit. I think mm. it really allowed me, um, yeah, the opportunity to, yeah, probably get a little bit carried away mm. and try a little bit too hard. But, yeah, yeah. I know I, I absolutely loved it. But, sure, on the other foot, I did also find it really yeah. wanky at times, <laughs> to be honest. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. Right. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, a lot of... Like, yeah, won't name names or anything, but a lot of lecturers and stuff just sort of got carried away with, I think, what the perceived romance of architecture mm. is and what they think an architect is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I found that you'd, you'd sort of lose sight on the fact that you're there to design. Oh, no, I won't say that. <laughs> but um, I don't know, you sort, sort yeah. of lose sight of the big picture. In, in I feel like when I was there... When I first started, a lot of it just went over my head. I just, yeah, I yeah. really didn't understand what was going on, which is probably why I didn't do so very well in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, like, like you said, like the connection between what an architect is and what we were studying sometimes didn't make sense to me, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't really figure out why. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, just it was a lot to understand, and I didn't fully get it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, a lot to take in, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and were you working like full-time while you were uh, doing I was, that? I was part-time but pretty intense part-time hours. So yep, being okay. a little bit older, so I had a mortgage and stuff that I needed yeah, to pay. Yeah, um, Which was another sort of frustration for me with architecture in study was that, you know, you'd leave a tutor, sorry, you'd leave a tutorial to mm. go to work mm-hmm. and the lecturers and things wouldn't particularly like that but sort of, maybe missing the fact that yeah. you know, people do still have commitments. And it I think is I just still... turned up one day, I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just remember getting scolded, leaving leaving tutes to Did go you? to work. Yeah. What? 
it. Yeah, and it's like, well, I've got a mortgage. I feel to like pay. if anyone should have got told it. off, it was me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just were leaving because I'd had enough. Yeah, you yeah. weren't the only one, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. You just get. I just remember like they'd work down the list of names for studio, and like it'd get to like the end of the day, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not sticking around, and I still hadn't spoken to yeah, anyone. I'm yeah. like, no. Nah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it yeah. was a very flawed system because literally they'd spend like one hour with one person yeah. and it was like 25 or 30 of us. Yeah. Probably more actually because I was first year. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. just trying to smash Honestly, out I don't here. remember being at uni much for the first few years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say by the time we were finished, um, that system was still the same. Put your name down yeah. and hope for the best. Come back in a couple of hours yeah. and hope that they're ready. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. No, um, but I... I, I yeah, having said that, I did actually just absolutely love uni. It was so yeah, much fun. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, you, you form really strong relationships going through something uh, like uni. It's a bit of a baptism of fire I together. I think so, yeah, because so. my husband, Kieran, he's not friends with anyone from uni. He did yeah. a marketing degree. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just kind of rock up, do your thing, and then leave, whereas yeah. us, we're really like Yeah, you're in the battle together. Struggling together. together. You're in the Everyone's like, what does this mean? What are yeah. we doing? Yeah. Oh, I just remember at graduation and yeah. everyone like looking like, yeah, wounded soldiers and like yeah. we made it out the other side. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so you went on to do the masters program as well afterwards? Yeah, yeah. so I, I left about halfway through masters. Yeah. So one because I was getting a bit frustrated with mm-hmm. it. Um yeah. but two It is a long degree. <laughs> yeah. So um during during my study I did a bit of part time work with uh, a landscape architecture firm. Mm-hmm. And then on the back of that, I got involved with a property developer who asked me to put a proposal forward for a resort. So I did that and somehow won the job. Wow, <laughs> um, that's so cool. Yeah, so I was really lucky that they offered me an like, ongoing consultancy with them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, halfway through Masters, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll be a bit silly to let this opportunity go to waste now. I can always come back to Masters, but I can't come back that's, to the yeah, job. That's true, so. yeah. Uni's always there. Yeah, so yeah. I thought I'd take the take the shot and, yeah, stuck with them for about four years after that, mm-hmm. doing, yeah, all sorts of property development design work. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, which was really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, really different to what I'm doing now. But, it yeah, was, yeah it, every job was a bit different. Yeah, it's and like it, you don't know until you, you get in there yeah. and see yeah. what it's like. <laughs> yeah, spot on. So, yeah, so I left left Masters halfway through yeah. on a bit of a whim and, um, yeah. Super, Did lecturers give you a hard time for that? <laughs> uh, no, not really. <laughs> That's probably because I never went back for them to give me a hard time. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, it's I'm, a bold I'm, move though, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think at the start of the conversation we said, talking about what we thought an architect was mm. and I think the more study I did the more I sort of thought it's not quite the romantic picture that I had in my head like mm. it's it's still awesome yeah um, yeah but it's not yeah it's not always gonna be sunshine and rainbow I think it's when we were talking about how the design part is such a small component and yeah. then the rest of it is getting a project off the ground yeah that's it getting yeah. legs yeah, yeah. which so, they don't well they can't teach you at uni because yeah. Well, otherwise it'd scare a lot of people off, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, that was also a bit of a frustration for me was that I think you need to get taught that stuff because mm. when you get out into the real world and that's what you're faced with on projects, mm. you, you need to know it. You don't need to know, you know, what an 11th century church was called in Berlin <laughs> and who designed it. Like, I'm sorry, so but... I so bad at history. <laughs> oh, I, remember, I remember with one of our um, uh, fellow students, what do you call them? Um, what do you call them? Students. Students, yeah. <laughs> I remember with yeah, someone else we studied with and, yeah. and we made up cue cards for this 
um, quiz that we had, mm. which was just who the architect was, what the building was and what year it was. And we had these stupid sayings like one was von Schnitzel in Germany and some like just stupid stuff, which in the real world, I, mm. I don't know, maybe I'm saying this from a completely ignorant point of view, but I think brought no, no I, I do to, get it because when I started architecture, I, was, I thought I would thrive in history. I was like, yeah, yeah, I love all those old buildings. It's really yeah. cool. And like all those like flying buttresses, sweet. Yeah. But then I got in there and then we just kind of started diving into it and it, like it just kept, went over my head. Yeah. I was like, okay, I really like the building. Yeah. I don't know why it's just really pretty and I like all the paintings. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> See, I, but I think that's really interesting. Things like flying buttresses and architectural elements and yeah. why they're there. And and I, like the I different think, types of columns as well. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that, yeah. I think that that's great to know. Mm. And I love going in and saying, I know, that's a Corinthian column, did you? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you now. <laughs> oh, really? But like, I love that. But knowing what year something was designed and by I've forgotten who, all like, of it, did, yeah. Does it really yeah. help in the long run? Anyway. I mean, it has its place, you know, because I guess you got – Look at what we did in the past to move forward. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just it didn't it didn't click with me. I love it, but yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say it inspired any of my projects. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when you're trying to do yeah your studio stuff and things like that. But yeah, um, yeah. I um I remember my final piece for the bachelor degree was what was it called construction? No, it was like the theory subject. Oh, um, CD, CDG yeah. or something like that. Was that the one with Chris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I do remember. I just remember pink slideshows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we had to do uh, a essay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm... The final one was an essay, but we had. You had to do an abstract and then the essay. Oh, with a book. Yeah. 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 That was confusing. Yeah. But, so my <laughs> essay, by that point, I just felt withered and frustrated yeah. with the architecture program. Sorry, I don't want this no, to be just, totally just me no, ragging on architecture. Um, so at that point we had to pick a building and assess it and review its architectural merit mm-hmm. and what the intention yep. was. And, yeah, I was just sort of had a bee in my bonnet. So I picked one of my favourite buildings as a Haydar Aliyev Centre by Zaha Hadid. Uh-huh. Um, and if, I don't know whether it deserves it or not, but basically I was tore it to shreds saying that yeah. it was just – you know, it completely missed the mark of what it said it was yep, and it's all yep. just a bunch of – Yeah. Like, can I swear? Yeah, you can swear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's all just a bunch of Did shit. Did you swear your like, essay? No. Okay. no I should have. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I was really frustrated. So I wrote this essay basically saying this building was just – like, it's beautiful but it's just a crock of shit yeah. for what it's saying yeah, that it's yeah. meant to be. And it's yeah, just yeah. a bunch of architectural wank. Um. And I've, that was sort of like a little bit of a parting gift for me because I wasn't sure if I was coming back. And I thought, yeah, I'll stick, <laughs> so I'll stick it to the man. <laughs> yeah. I thought, this isn't going to go down well at all. Yeah. And then I won the Australian Institute of Architects Prize on the back of it. So, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. They loved it for some reason. So, they, oh, that well, did you submit it for the – No, so it was the architecture, Australian Institute of Architecture prize that went through UniSA. Yeah. So it was at the graduation ceremony oh, for the like Masters. Oh, like at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so that sort of didn't pan out the way I expected it to. But it like was you awesome. did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I should just tell people to like get lost more often. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Did, um, well, yeah, did you get any negative feedback from that or didn't? No. Yeah. yeah. Again, I probably didn't hang around for much longer yeah. afterwards to get the feedback. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think by yeah. that, because um, by that semester, that's when I kind of went down to part-time because I knew I wasn't yeah, going to graduate. Right. Yep. So then, I yeah, I dropped studio that semester. And yeah, I think all I was doing was that um, 
that theory subject. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was one of, that was an essay. I, I did the Seattle Washington building, a library. Um, and I actually got a good grade for that, which was really surprising yeah, to me yeah. at the time. We did really well in uni though, didn't you? Um, no. Like, so technically I, well, I failed a subject a semester every semester until I got to like the last semester of third year. And that's when I realized yeah, yeah. I didn't have enough um, points or credit to yeah. graduate. Um, and I failed the studio in Studio 5, which was the first studio of the third year. That was the Kaya one, oh, um, Kangaroo Island. Kaya, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was because, like, life kind of threw me some huge curveballs. And I just, I, like, I, first of all, I was, like, super overwhelmed with architecture in the beginning. So, like, I wasn't in love with it as yeah. you were when you first started. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I loved it, but I didn't realize what I was signing up for. Yeah. So I didn't try as hard. And then when life kind of got hectic, like I lost um, my dad in second year. Yeah, um, and that was like literally in the middle of studio submission. Oh, it was October or September, October. Yeah. yeah okay. So that I scraped through like the skin of my teeth. You still did your presentations and everything, didn't um, you? I don't think I presented. I had no. handed everything up. I, don't, I didn't do crits. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I, I didn't come back to uni until the next year. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. And then like, so it was, that did kind of set me off. But because I'd failed so many subjects beforehand, that was like the nail on my coffin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah so um, I had to, I had to decide if I was going to keep going on as well, because it was either like drop it or repeat yeah. a year. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. Yes, and I was really sad because I obviously wasn't going to graduate with you guys and I didn't. Um, so And I didn't tell anyone what was going on either. Like I kept it all to myself and yeah. yeah. Like I remember you ringing me like at the end of Bachelors and you were like, oh, Liv, like where's your like studio thing? Um, oh, and because you were organizing the exhibition. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I didn't finish. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Though. I really appreciate you following up with me. Um, but yeah, um, but I was like – 17 when I started uni like yeah, wow. I was so fresh were you straight out of school I was straight out of school yeah okay I so just remember I remember when like me and you paired up I was just like well I'm like the youngest person here with this like old dude? the maturing <laughs> student but well, it was great well because I remember yeah pairing up with like yourself and Tori and yeah. Kate and those girls yeah. and everyone was like straight out of school yeah we were so fresh yeah, yeah. whereas I like yeah. eight years between school yeah. when I went to uni. So. But see, I think it was great how you kind of did your thing and then came back because yeah. then you thrived when you came to uni because yeah. you knew that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Which, I had to put something on my, like, application when I was 16 yeah, or yeah. whenever else we were doing our uni things and I was like, yeah, I'll pick that. I saw Grand Designs. Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> that looks easy. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's one of those things I didn't know what I was signing up for. Yeah. It's a great journey that it's been yeah yeah and I, i've probably said a lot of negative stuff about the industry but, <laughs> um, but yeah it, it's also there's a lot of surprising things yeah. i think and there's a lot of surprising challenges and things you learn not about mm. the industry but about yourself as well through architecture i think because it's so grueling like yeah. i didn't realize i had it in me to like i guess keep going you know in the simon studio studio yeah. model making and it's like don't even know what day it is. Yeah. And, you know, you're just trying to push him. Like, I just, I didn't think I could do it, but I just was like, I have no choice. Like, I have to yeah. submit something. And usually it was okay and I was happy with it or sometimes happy with it <laughs> at the end. Yeah, that's just so much grit, like, yeah. to get it done. Yeah, it was not easy work, that's yeah. for sure. And it's not like, well, in the beginning I left everything to the last minute, but by the end of it I was better with my time management, but I'd still be up all night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. just. Yes, I don't think I ever did yeah. one all-nighter. Really? Yeah. Well, that's because you're organised. No, I, I, think, <laughs> I think it was, yeah, I just, you were talking about sort of falling in and out of love with it 
And I mm. think while I was at uni, especially for the first couple of years, I was yeah. just so in love with it yeah. and the, the idea of it that yeah. I just absolutely smashed myself. You did, you did really well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I just remember being like, oh, Scott's presentation's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch yeah. this one. <laughs> no. No, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so you left in the master's program when you had your job and then you transitioned into the job you have now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you do now? So through the property developer, we started, well, I was doing mostly design work, but I also started to cross over into this project management. Mm-hmm. And the more I did that, the more I thought I actually kind of prefer sitting on that side of the desk. Right. Um, and, yeah, a few other changes um, in the workplace there that sort of just gave me the, mm-hmm. the kick to go look yeah. elsewhere and pursue a bit more project management type yeah. roles. Yeah, And so I'm, I'm now working for a commercial builder yeah. um, in sort of a hybrid design management slash project yeah. management role. Uh-huh. And I'm really lucky I'm the only one at that company who sort of sits in the, in the seat that I do, okay. sort of cross-pollinates yeah. both disciplines. So. Yeah, yeah. so it's really, really fun. It's really rewarding for me because I get to start off the conversation with the architects and the client mm. right at the first meeting and then hand over the keys at the end. So, right, so, so you're taking through. Yeah, yeah, so it's really, really rewarding. I remember when I was at uni, I was working in hospitality uh-huh. at, at, at nights and one thing I loved was seeing the customers at the start of the night uh-huh. and sort of you know introducing myself and yeah. then sort of saying goodbye to them at the door at the end yeah. and being with them yeah. through that whole journey. Yeah, I found that really rewarding and then I realised with project management and design management as mm-hmm. well, it's basically the same thing. You know, I'm sort yeah. of introducing myself at the start and then sort of handing over the keys at the end and saying mm-hmm. goodbye. And I, I love sort of seeing the entire project go all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be something I'd struggle with if I was still strictly in architecture, you know, putting so much of your heart and soul into a design and then just handing it off to someone to and build. not knowing where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, sort of yeah. Yeah, not, not seeing, you know, because ultimately in building there's a lot of value management and things mm-hmm. that happen. So. Yeah. It'd be horrible as an architect, I think, to hand over your your pride and joy and then come and see yeah. the end product and half of it's gone. Yeah, which I'm hearing happens a lot. Yeah, you know? I guess yeah. I'm lucky at the firm that I'm working at now in Contact because we are a construction company as well. Yeah. I am seeing stuff from the beginning all the yep. way straight through, and it's really amazing to see how much can change on site yeah. from the drawings. Yeah. As much as I've, you know, painfully just yeah. think you get everything and you get out there and it's like, oh no, that's oh, not gonna work. something. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's also really reassuring for the client as well mm. because they know from the get-go that you guys will be designing to a budget, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, you could potentially, if if you were just doing the design development, you might just say, oh, this would be nice to put in here, this would be nice yeah. to put in there, and the yeah. client gets all excited. But when you actually get out on site, it might mm. not happen the way that they may yeah. have hoped. So, so it's good to have, like, both sets of skills yeah. to be able to have the dream but then have the reality yeah absolutely yeah to, so, as well yeah, yeah full design and construct solution which yeah is basically yeah sort of my role yeah with uh with yeah. The company I'm at, so you're so. like getting to do the design stuff which settles your creativity yep. thing and then you get to i guess see it through yeah spot yeah. on yeah. yeah wow that's yeah. so cool yeah yeah, yeah. And it's cool sort of yeah designing with myself to manage it in mind at the mm. back end so yeah. i won't design something silly that i'm gonna get frustrated with myself yeah. at the end because yeah. I said I'll promise this for someone yeah. so yeah and that's what really I always was annoyed at, at uni is like I really wanted to know more about construction but yeah. they just didn't again like it's a lot to cover yeah. but I'd never unfully understood how details and construction side work like they did yeah. tell us like the basics yeah. but to like the detail and yeah. I was just like how does this work? Yeah. Like, how does it all fit together? And then when I started working here, they just threw me into documentation and like all the yeah, nuts okay. and bolts. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, it was like mind blown. I was like, what yeah. the heck? This is how a house stands up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think 
when we were at uni, the most valuable class that we had that I can remember, there was one where they basically sent us out to break into construction sites. Oh my gosh, that's the one that I failed because oh, I was too really? scared to ask people <laughs> what was going on. Yeah, right. yeah, but I remember it, yeah. But I found that so valuable. And yeah. Yeah, it was pretty probably minimal effort on the uni's part. It said go out to a construction yeah, site. Yeah, take some photos. Yeah, and document yeah. how a building goes together. Yeah. Did that um, make sense to you straight away? Because it didn't to me. Yeah, I, th- I think that's more sort of the way I think is being able to physically see things and understand. Like mm. my job at the moment, um, one of the, the schools we're doing, I was having a bit of trouble this week with some civil and structural design. Yep. So just jumped into SketchUp and just modelled up everything mm. that I, I thought was happening. Yeah. And you can pretty quickly identify, I think, when you're wired that way, you know, where the problems potentially mm. are and it makes a lot mm. more sense to someone like me to do it that way. So yeah. getting out on site and actually seeing things in construction mm. yeah, definitely um, definitely helped me. So that was probably the most valuable class for me, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas I love- when I was working in um, at the landscape firm yeah. um, during my studies, I remember – the owner said to me, oh, I need a, a paving detail here to show you how the paver's going to you know, adjoin the building. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, just need a layer of Fortacon there. And I said, what? What's Fortacon? Like, what are you? What's, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you have an architecture degree? Like, how do you not know what this stuff is? Really. And, and that was really frustrating for me because yeah. again, I could tell you all about von Schnitzel's building in Austria <laughs> or whatever, but I couldn't tell you what yeah. what Fortacon yeah. was, which is a pretty pivotal thing to know. And so. it sounds like people, the, what people think architects are like, it's, the disciplines changed or something along the way, or just evolved. And yeah, people think um. Like, people still think I'm really good at maths. I'm terrible at maths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, yeah, what? Because even still when people ask me, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, graduate of architect. They're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I, like, I can't put it into words. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. so many things. Like, you know, the other day yeah. I spent like a half a day drawing a brick fence because I had to get the heights right yeah, and, you know, okay. and my level's working and, you know, it's just, yeah. it changes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole industry is like that. Um, quite collectively, like if someone asks me what I do, I still say oh, I'm in architecture. Yep. Because I sort of can't really kind of explain yeah. how it works, and I think yeah, that's pretty broad. So, what is your role like? Um, my title is design coordinator. Yep. Um, so basically, I yeah, I, I run design and construct yeah. projects. Yeah. So. so I guess it's, yeah, it's your title. Yeah. 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 But that's so broad yeah exactly yeah and <laughs> yeah. i think yeah like same for i'm the only one that sort of has that role there and it's such a broad yeah. ambiguous title that it's sort of like mm. what, what does scott do <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> is it something that like you would need an architecture degree to do what you do uh it definitely helps and that's been probably one of the, the biggest um benefits of having my architecture degrees mm-hmm. being able to sit down with the client and the architects especially at the front end of a project mm-hmm. and talk about design concepts and ideas mm. and start to develop those workshops together yeah and that language yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I think it's been really beneficial for the client because um, I might sit down with a team of guys who are just project management guys but I'm able to talk that design language and, mm. and they love it hearing someone who's going to build their building talking about the design concepts yeah. and, and narratives yeah. and yeah. Know, buzzwords like that. Because we, we have to it. sell it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's great to be able to yeah, sort of be a bit of a translator between client and architect and mm-hmm. also the guys who are building it on site. Mm-hmm. So um, that's probably actually a good way to put it. I'm a, I'm a translator. <laughs> so, yeah. The person in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, are there, have you come across many people that do what you do? Because like you said your role is quite specific. Yeah, so I, I work with a team of design managers, so they look after just, like we've, should I talk about specific projects? Or? Um, 
it's up to you, really. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah, oh, we've just done yeah a couple of. Um, well, you can be not, vague. Yeah, I'm just thinking about whether they. I know Adelaide is would like Adelaide it. is yeah. small. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> two degrees of separation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So I, I work with uh, a team of design managers who look after strictly just the design. Yeah. So they don't. Uh, so are they? the architects or just the designers no so like, on a on a typical job we'll have our consultant team which is your architects engineers yeah. um certifiers that consultancy oh, okay. team yep, yep. and then we act as the builder um basically we're going to project manage and do mm-hmm. the construction but also we work through the final stages of design development typically mm-hmm. um, but my role is sort of bridging that gap between the consultants and the design development and ultimately mm-hmm. construction so mm-hmm. um what was the is, question again? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, like if you come across people that like do what you do. Oh, right, Because yeah. you said that your role is quite yep. specifically yep. made for you. Yeah. yeah, so the design development guys, sorry, the design managers yep. that I work with will typically be, yeah, just at that front end. They don't yeah. get out on site and actually execute yeah. the project yeah. as such. So it's like you come over and then is that when you're kind of a project yeah. manager at that point? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and you're communicating between, yep. between the two. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So those design managers, they're – phenomenal and their knowledge is just yeah out of this world yeah um, but yeah just a kind of different style mm. of role i guess so. yeah well i think there's like a, a part of our industry that is really driven by like people skills and personality yep. kind of thing which again they don't tell you uni yep. I, feel, I feel like we've, uni was good but like the stuff that matters and stuff of getting projects across the line and talking and stuff that really yeah you can always pick up the skills like yep. you can always learn how to draw and learn how to Yep. specify the right thing yep. but like yeah communicating yep. your ideas talking 100%. I feel like that's been my biggest um learning curve like just even just working in an office with people yeah of different strengths and yeah. you know different qualities and stuff like that yeah it's a lot yeah I 100% agree <laughs> yeah. and that that would probably be I'd say my biggest strength is relationship building mm. in in the work that I do yeah because I find especially on the construction side of it if you can form a good relationship and trust with your client mm. with the consultants and the guys on site you can pretty much get over any problem really yeah like yeah because they know that you're legit and yeah genuine yeah, yeah you can work through things together and yeah. I, I hate being on sites when you know there's the guys who are you know they're the man on site they'll mm. tell you what to do like that's that's not sort of the way I like to construct mm-hmm. um, projects so yeah yeah, I think if you can form relationships and, and bonds with people, you can definitely yeah. get things done. But I also remember at uni, one of our um, one of the people we studied with, mm-hmm. she was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Tori. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, but she did lack, and maybe it was because she was younger, she was one of the ones she who was, was freshly out of me. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she lacked <laughs> a lot of confidence. So yeah. You'd, you'd it was kind of traumatising, putting us up there every yeah, week, yeah. talking. Again, baptism of fire. <laughs> but, um, but so you'd sit down with her before she'd present and she'd talk you through her idea. And yeah. it's like, you are just incredible. Oh, I remember, like, yeah, I remember hearing these conversations. Yeah, she, I was like, mind blown. I'm like, fuck, I'll throw my piece of crap yeah, out. I want yours. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, she's just incredible. But yeah. then she would go to present to you know the, mm, the the group yeah. yeah and she would just shut down and she yeah. really struggle and she wasn't able to convey her ideas so yeah you know on the lecturer's defense you know they they're not being sold the idea because they don't know what the idea is so yeah. that that yeah. communication between idea and mm. client i suppose the uni are in that situation is so vital yeah so 
I think, yeah, she's obviously done really well yeah. for herself now yeah. and got through that. But, yeah, yeah it's such a, a valuable skill set. It's, it's crazy how much they told us that those crits were important and I was like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sleep deprived, just yeah. get this done. Yeah. But then I do now see afterwards, you know, in meetings, that's you're constantly doing yeah. what you, we were trying to do in our crits, yeah. you know, sell the idea. Yep. Um, yeah, that's yeah, it. So, and, yeah, yeah, there might be – your idea might not be as good as the next person's, mm. but as long as you can clearly – talk through it and yeah. you know, engage the client or mm. whoever you're, you're talking to. Yeah, super valuable. Yeah. I honestly think just being able to um, – because I came from a retail background as well, just, you know, to make yep. ends meet while we're at uni. Yep. I feel like that taught me a lot of um, communication skills, which I feel like ultimately sealed the deal for me getting this job yep. because I just had great – my interview was a great conversation yep. um, with, you know, the guys. And I found out afterwards who I was up against in the job and it was – someone else who I super I admired at uni I was like oh my gosh they're amazing yeah, and I couldn't okay. believe that I got the job yep. over them and I kind of just it made me think I was like okay like I feel like I always knew I had the personality and the communication sides in me I knew my architecture skills were like average because yep. I, I was <laughs> at uni but that side of things I was always sure that I would land on my feet or at least appear to yeah when I got so a job if you Cassie, if you knew who that person was before you had the interview how do you think you would have performed um oh I would have been even more nervous yeah than I mean I'm obviously glad I didn't know but yeah. um yeah I just would have been like oh no way like I'm not gonna get it because they're amazing yeah so you, you know? may have felt a bit like yeah. you'd already lost before you walked on the door yeah yeah and yeah. you know given that because you know it was that time of the year where all of us grads were just looking for work yep. I mean I think it was like a few months after uni yep. um but yeah like I think that for me just kind of gave me a little confidence boost in myself as a person though it wasn't even really anything to do with my my portfolio because yep. I saw his portfolio as well and I was just like that's amazing yeah, okay. <laughs> compared to yeah. mine but that's, yeah that's really um that's really flattering because they, they basically hired you not so much your work and I think that's something we miss at uni because so many of us would get caught up in the work yeah whereas I think and and by the time I got to master's I had a bit more life experience and perspective kind of made me think twice about what my degree meant to me because yeah. before it was like if I fail I'm like life's over kind of yeah, thing whereas yeah. afterwards I was like no 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 that's not the case like it's just a step um and like a learning curve um so yeah I was I I knew that I'd find my way because I was like, I, I'm a great team player and while I'll yep. pick up the skills along the way, yep. um, like I can sell myself that way, which yep. is kind of how I, yeah, got through all those interviews I had to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting because at uni, they, I guess they don't really put much emphasis on you as a person. Yeah. It, it feels like your work yep. a lot is just what will get you in the door, which yep. does. Yeah. But then you've got to, yeah, do the other bit. Yep. Do you remember Jake Fitton? The name sounds, yeah. Um, he was like kind of my age. Yeah. Um, he was the kind of guy that he'd rock up and his work again was beautiful. Yeah. But was he like a skater dude? No. No, I think like, it was someone else. He pretty much bald. Oh, no, oh, no, no. you're thinking of Jake. Um, there was a few Jakes. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Jake Fitton, he like sold high-end medical equipment or something. Oh, like okay. He was already super successful. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And he did phenomenal work, but he'd only put in, you could tell he was only putting in like 70% because yeah. he's like, yeah, that'll, that, yeah. that'll work. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he had that charisma and that spark yeah. where it's like, you're, we're, we're all going to be working for you in a few <laughs> years. Like, he was just wow, incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, yeah, if you, if you looked at his work against someone else's and you didn't know whose they were and no yeah. one was trying to sell it to you, it wasn't yeah. necessarily anything as special as the next one. <laughs> but mm. again, it did, you know, to yeah. his credit, did do beautiful work. But um, 
yeah, yeah. but just that skill set and personality uh, yeah. is yes yeah, so valuable yeah, especially and I in somewhere like, it, like it would be in any industry as well yeah. like these aren't like groundbreaking yeah. qualities yeah, that you yeah. need um but you do forget about it what i did when i was at uni because i just really thought i wasn't going to get a job because you know they just kind of beat you down a lot yeah, at yeah. uni um so yeah and then to know that that side matters like yeah, your personal sort of personality skill as well like that yeah who are you up against um it was some you we didn't it was someone else from the year that I held up with the following year. So oh, it wasn't right, anyone okay. from our year because yeah, okay. I fell behind to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so you wouldn't know them. But, um, yeah, just I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm stoked. I'm still yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they've landed on their feet. They've landed somewhere else pretty good as well. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you feel like you still – like ever might go back and get your Masters of Architecture or don't I've, need it? I've thought about it a few times, but then I look at my hex deck. Oh. I was like, yeah, not happening. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I, I love what I do now. Um, and I, I think it, yeah, affords me a really rewarding career. Mm-hmm. In, that sounds so cliche to say, but yeah. um, it's, it's exactly what I sort of wanted out of architecture. Was it to sounds like rewarded. he found it just through giving it a go kind of thing. Like he yeah, didn't stick. Yeah. With something just because, I don't know, you had to, you yeah. know, you found your opportunities yeah, and, and made them for yourself. Yeah. yeah, and I'm really lucky the company I work for has sort of carved this position out for yeah. me, sort of recognising yeah. what my skill sets are, what my background and education is and sort of making a position that suits yeah. me and is going to make me feel rewarded because yeah. ultimately that's going to make me work better for the company. Oh, of course, so, yeah. If you're happy at work, you'll perform really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to answer your question, I'd... I don't think so. Mm. Maybe later in life when yeah. I'm bored and I think, oh, yeah. I never actually finished that master's. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll do that. But <laughs> yeah. for the foreseeable future, no. Yeah. To be honest, the last year was much of the same as the other four. Just another year of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I did catch up with um, like a lecturer last week and she, they, she told me the studio assignment that they were doing kind of thing. And I was yep. like, oh, man, that sounds so fun. Like... I'd love to go back and like do it, you know, because I feel like you miss that free freedom, creative, just yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you'd be able to break out of it? Like I think if they put down an assignment and said, there you go, go nuts, I don't think I'd be able to break out of that mentality. Oh, of, yeah, oh, I'd document the whole thing and figure out exactly how it was Yeah, and it's like, oh, is this to budget? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> it'd come in with like three shipping containers yeah, bolted together yeah. and it's like, there you go, guys, that's yeah. your building. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sometimes like when I first started I was like, you know, because I feel like within three months of being here, I was like, man, if I went back to uni now, I'd like get such good grades. Yeah. Because yeah. like I know how stuff goes together now. Yeah. And I think back to some of my um, studio projects, I'm like, fire out that thing would does would not work yeah. in any dimension. Well, that, that <laughs> interesting you say that because one of my notes, mate. Um, one thing that really frustrated me, and it was in the masters program, I'm pretty sure we were doing a work at uh, studio on Roxby Downs, mm-hmm. and we had to basically redevelop oh we you might not i know i wouldn't have been in that one i would have been oh so we had to back in the other year (laughs) yeah so we had to redevelop basically the whole town for an influx of new fifo community coming in oh and so me being me i downloaded the council development plan did you really yeah i didn't look at a development plan until i got out of uni oh really (laughs) Um, but actually i was working for the developer at that time so maybe it was sort of cross-pollination there but yeah um but, yeah, so I, you know, did a very sort of mathematical approach on how to best, you know, design this town or city. Yeah. And I remember in 
the presentations, one of the tutors saying, what if the whole city was floating? So let's carve the whole city out and then we'll have a sub-city underneath the floating city. And I just remember thinking, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, are you <laughs> well, serious? Like, how is this Joshua still going to support exactly, that? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. But And then I think about it now, it's like if I went into a meeting now with a client and said, what if the building was floating, floating in the air? Like, you what know, if there like, were no bones to the yeah, building? Exactly. It yeah. was just clear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, things like that yeah. frustrate me. I, I get, you know, they're trying to sell the broader thinking yeah. of things, but like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I've been the same though, and I feel like those abstract bits of uni where people um Oh, do you remember there was one assignment we had where we had to make a video? Yeah, I love that one. Um, I, that went over my head though. I literally feel to myself drawing because I was just like, I don't know what you yeah. want from me kind of thing. But like, I guess the really, ab- I mean, that was probably not a good example, but there were some really abstract ones. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, just put together whatever I could because it just did not stick. Yeah. Like a floating building thing. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Not doing it. That's yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I remember losing my marbles over that solar heat gain coefficient analysis oh my gosh. and calculating how much you know this yeah. tile is going to hold heat for how long yeah like, yeah those environment subjects that was another yeah. one because I, th- I was like oh yeah i like sustainability i love earth i'll protect it yeah did those subjects and i was like nope yeah no, I can't. <laughs> i'm sorry i yeah. can't yeah. i can't get into this yeah <laughs> yeah so um, it, i guess all my expectations at uni i was like complete 180 i was like nah yeah yeah yeah, it's it's very different to when you walk in. I remember, I think it was our first studio, first day, mm. and one of the lecturers saying, you know, you're probably all sitting here with the idea that you're going to have a convertible Audi with, you know, rolls of paper yeah. hanging out the back. That's what you all think architects are. Yeah. Like, get rid of that notion now because that's never going to happen. Yeah. And now looking back on it, it's like, yeah, it's completely different to, you know, that Miami architect that maybe we all yeah. thought it was going to be like going the into. architect, what yeah. they kept telling us. Yeah, yeah. 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 But... I think you sort of touched on it before. I think there's a beautiful side of architecture that maybe mm. they don't teach you and you don't learn until you're out there in the industry is mm. creating spaces. It's again going to sound cliche, but creating spaces that help people. Mm. Um, and yeah, being able to hand over a project at the end of the day mm. for someone knowing that you're benefiting them or their yeah. cause or their company yeah. is yeah. it's super rewarding industry. We do get that of. with doing a lot of residential work, you know, yeah. just someone just falling in love with their home when they yeah. move in and, you know, yeah. just. You know, it, yeah, it's really amazing. And they come back and just are th- so thankful yeah. that you built them their ha- dream home. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's super yeah. valuable. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I reckon maybe where I missed it at uni is because we, our assignments felt so huge yep. in terms of like lots of multifunctional space and yeah. just huge, like I just had big empty rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want in here. Um, and when I got here at Contact, we were starting to do like, you know, residential stuff. And I was like, oh, this is what I really loved. Yeah. And I just didn't get to do it at uni. But yeah. I mean, I still feel like I learned a lot, about like structure and stuff um, of how to think yep. creatively. Um, but yeah, like the real details and stuff, like I, for me, I didn't get there. I know some other students might have, but I was like. I've got no time. Yeah, I've got to put yeah. something on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> how did you find um like the presentation side of things? Because I always was like, oh, like even if your design wasn't that good, if it looked amazing on the wall, yeah, yeah. it was like sold. Yeah. And that's when I was like, fire out. This is a freaking graphic design degree. Like, yeah. I am. Um, 100%. Yeah. And you've got to, you know, learn that you've got to print it lighter because Officeworks printers always oh, print it too dark. Exactly. And, and the lineup at campus color and yeah. they charge it on the leg for it. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, 
at that point when we were doing so many submissions, I was just like, this isn't architecture. I'm like, yeah, I'm just yeah. spending half my day on Photoshop yeah, playing crap out. Yeah, graphic design, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand why it's, it's needed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of frustrated me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all had to do it though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I loved it. I suppose I've always been a quite a creative person. And, yeah. And yeah, I like sort of storyboarding everything and seeing yeah, it all up yeah. on the wall. But Oh, definitely needed, yeah. 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 But it's... Um, yeah, in terms of how I found the presentation process, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it. What about like, I, did you use Revit or Archicad? Or no, so I, I... Oh, no, SketchUp. Yeah, yeah, I'm a SketchUp kid. So Yeah, and I remember just the lecture being like, don't use SketchUp. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. But I like found all these plugins to make it look like it wasn't SketchUp. Yeah. And I used the SketchUp Pro Suite, which yeah. which actually has some pretty powerful like documentation software that comes yeah. with it. Yeah. So I was still able to document things, but just not to industry standards. So yeah. that, that was always I don't like, think any of us did. Yeah. <laughs> but that was always like my dark, dirty secret that yeah. I used SketchUp. So I didn't dare to tell anyone. Yeah. But no, but I still use it. Like, yeah, really? Am, yeah. Yeah, I've just been modelling up my balcony. <laughs> like my <laughs> Easter project is to build a balustrade for my deck that I built yeah. last Easter. Yeah. It's just been And you modelled it up in there. SketchUp. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's super easy. Um, actually, sorry, um, just segueing. But yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, just like how all the posts and everything are going to oh. go. Like it's so easy and quick. Do you so, find it easy in SketchUp? Because, yeah. I mean, I find Revit really easy, but like yeah, okay. I struggled with SketchUp because I couldn't get things to line up all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I suppose been using. Do you guys document now, in SketchUp? No, no. no so okay. I'm the only one who uses SketchUp there. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. But we don't really do any documentation as such. Yep. Um, so we've got the the consultancies, the architects yeah, who yeah. do all okay. that. Yeah. Um, we have a bit of a, a sort of BIM part of mm -hmm. our business that over you know does federated models and things. Yep. So yep. we'll get structural model from structural guy and architectural model from the architects mm -hmm. and, and overlay them and do clash detection that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Um, but no, we don't really do any sort of mm. cold modelling as such. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's more just, yeah, clash detection is the main one. So. Yeah. Mm. I found that BIM stuff so interesting. I was so crap at it at uni. Like yep. one of the reasons why I found my, one of the studios is because I couldn't get my thing out of SketchUp. Oh, right. <laughs> like I did it all. I ended up just like hand drawing a lot of it, like tr literally tracing over my computer with some trace paper. <laughs> anyway, I made it work, but it was like awful. But like – Eventually, I got really good at Revit, and like now here, it's we're a Revit-based yeah. um, studio, and like we, we drive it pretty hard. Yeah. And I was just like, far out. Like again, if I knew this when I was at uni, yeah, I would have done my assignments in like half the time. Yeah, because I that, I got frustrated as well because they didn't teach us any of the computer stuff. Yeah, um, they gave us they showed us how to open it and draw a wall, and yeah. they're like, assignments due next week. Yeah, which <laughs> I think by that part that time, because at the start we're all just sort of. Yeah, drawing it with crayons or whatever yeah. we had sitting around, like yeah. just just get something on the paper. Yeah, and so th those first couple of years, I sort of got really, um, really well versed in SketchUp. Mm -hmm. I was like, right, this is my yeah. design because it now. was quicker than drawing or trying to do a three D perspective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Layers of paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like. I think it was in third year there, it was basically pushed pretty hard that Revit is the standard, this is what mm. you have to use. Mm -hmm. And I remember just going, I've just spent years like learning this program. Yeah. Like, I reckon I can wing it. I'm just going to make it work. Yeah. So, yeah, glad they never asked us to hand over a Revit model because I would yeah, have I never they, been able to do it. Yeah, I guess that's not their place really. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I just remember they'd be like, oh, I can tell you did this in Revit. And I'm like, I don't know how to make my walls do, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever it is I needed yeah. to do. So, yes, it looks like a box. Yeah. Like, I can't I figure think, out. I think that's another reason why I love SketchUp because, like, you want, like, yeah. you want a floating Roxby Downs? Sure, yeah. <laughs> we can do that. No worries. 
I did for a time kind of use them at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'd get like my form and SketchUp then kind yep. of get into Revit. It Which, was so long though. But, yeah. I'm yeah. finding a lot of um, architecture firms around town are doing that now. So mm. through, through the preliminary first pretty 25% of design, they're just yeah. doing in SketchUp and getting a few quick renders out just to yeah. talk with the client. And yeah. then once you get past that stage, move like into give Revit it from the, there. the guts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. for the reason that it's just quick and easy to just – it is a blank out, canvas so. and you don't have to like – because, you know, you go to do something in Revit, then it's like, crap, how do I do it? Not allowed <laughs> to do that, yeah. You can't do it, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that held me back at uni and I, I do think it predicted what my building looked like because yeah, I was okay. like, I don't know how to draw it yeah, <laughs> any other yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so you think do you think you were limited by the software at all? Um, yeah, because I didn't know how to push it. Yeah, and then, okay. like, when I got here, the guys just threw me – obviously, I knew how to use Revit. Like, I I didn't lie on yeah. my resume. Um, but they just threw me in the deep end and, like, quickly showed me how to – like, the big thing was, like, modelling casework and literally drawing whatever you wanted and modelling it up, like, tables, like, screens, like, balustrades, like, doing all that. Yep. Like what you do in SketchUp. Yep. You can do it in Revit. Yeah, there yeah. is a way. Do it properly in Revit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that aspect, I didn't – if I had that at uni, I would have – just explored yeah even some curves I would yeah have done yeah, that. yeah i remember henry he was like the yeah. king of the revit curve i remember yeah and i was like how do you make it curve yeah and me coming from sketchup like what do you mean I'm like, how hard is it to make it curve? <laughs> i can make a curve the other yeah, way <laughs> that's it. yeah so um that was limiting and yeah i was like at that point though i was just like i just got to get some ideas yeah. together like I, I did do my best and i did kind of get good at it by like fourth Maybe actually fifth year. And by yeah, then I was okay. just like, I'm just focusing on getting a job now. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. really, you know, stressing myself out over my curved walls and rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not doing them. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Um, Signature style of yours, just square. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot going on inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just no curves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was one of the things that I was like, oh, if I knew more, probably would have pushed it better. But I feel like, because, um, you know, we'd go check out the year below us and see what they were doing. Yeah. I think the, um, I think they were getting on board with the BIM or Revit computer stuff earlier than we did. Yeah. So okay. like we saw some of the first and second year student work and it was amazing. Yep. And we were like, we weren't producing this kind of work yeah. in second year. Just, you know, five years later, yep. technology has just, they've caught up with it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so like I feel like kids were walking out of high school already knowing how to, all the skills that we probably would have learnt yep. by the end of our bachelor's. Yeah, yeah. 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 so I, I was like, fire out, screw them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, re- I think it was like midway through, oh, it might have been start of second year, I started doing renders for the first time, and I remember mm. I was one of the first ones in our group. To well, that's because when renders. they just, that's when they to- told us what Revit was, right? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started punching out these three D images, and yeah. it was like, wow, how do yeah. you make it look like that? But then, yeah, going into the the year below us, their yeah. first studio, you know, like second semester, they'd already and, done it. And yeah, bam, yeah, they'd, yeah, they'd already I was annihilated so angry. me. I was like, why did no one tell me? Yeah. that I could do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, I guess it's just part of I don't know our generation that we were in those years yeah, yeah. when we were at uni because when they told us about Revit it still was new to the people teaching us yeah as well so um yeah you know just part of it different skill set one of the guys I work with now he's probably the lead design manager for where I am mm. um and he's been in the industry for oh, 30 30 years 30 mm. 40 years um can't use a computer like, you can send an email <laughs> but doesn't know how to use any computer documentation or anything but his hand drawings are just it's yeah. like poetry in a drawing like yeah. they're just beautiful to look at 
And he does it take him long to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Um, it's like, come on, Jimmy, get yeah, me the yeah. drawing. Um, but he's so good at it that he can convey the idea really, really well. Yeah. It's not just a colourful drawing. It's like that's pretty, but like you can actually understand like what's happening and, with the yeah, building and yeah. um, and construction documentation. You can really understand. Yeah. From so he hand draws all of his documentation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's such incredible. an art form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which again is really valuable for sitting with potentially you know quite high-end clients and being able to communicate like that is mm. super valuable yeah yeah mm. and does he is his skill set just driven by the fact that he has to do it all by hand like he knows everything so yeah i think so well as well yeah because yeah. i feel like on the computer you can kind of like fudge things yep. be like, yeah that'll work yeah and i think because it's such a slow process it affords you a bit more time to maybe think about things like yeah. if you're drawing a, a roof de- detail he might think oh well, i might just need a pan flashing here for yeah. example whereas if i was in sketchup i'd just be like you know, push, pull, looks through, bam, down, there's your yeah. roof, right, what's next? Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he probably yeah. takes a bit more time to think about things and it's yeah. that sort of like old school architecture. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's beautiful when he produces yeah. things. So. Yeah, but I guess not feasible when you have a deadline and yeah, you have exactly. to get some yeah. documents yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, so I guess in that sense the profession has evolved yeah. immensely. So, I don't know, I feel like these older architects versus us yeah. coming up and it's like – don't blame us. We don't know. Like, yeah, we don't know yeah, any yeah, better. Yeah. 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 I get that a lot being the youngest in the office. They're like, you don't know what yeah. this song is. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not from the 70s. Oh, They're yeah. like the same age as me, aren't they? No, they were older. All right. Good. Yeah. 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 I feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, okay, well, to wrap up, is, do you have any words of advice or anything you'd want to leave for any potential? I wrote down, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Um, but I... It's sort of segueing from architecture a little bit, but I've got a real knack of just changing my obsession. Like before we were talking about wakeboarding, like yeah. right into wakeboarding for like a year and then yeah. the next year it's something else, next yeah. year it's something yeah. else. So at the moment I'm doing like, like drone cinematography oh, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, which, that. which I, like, I love it. It's yeah. just such a passion of mine. And I think like I was saying before, it sort yeah. of is an excuse just to get outside and explore exactly. and adventure because yeah. that's what I love and to I do. And I think when you work in an office, I had that realisation. I was like, I need to get outside on yep. weekends yep. because I'm inside all day. Yeah. And it's so yeah. grounding, I think, just getting out there. Um, but I was thinking about it. It's like if I had any, not that I'm one to be in a position to give any advice, but <laughs> if I had any advice, it would be, yeah, to enjoy the process and take some pressure off yourself. And I remember when we were at uni, I ended up with a pretty good GPA, but mm. I absolutely smashed myself for years to get to that. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever asked for it or no. particularly cares what I yeah. got as long as I've got the – I'm not saying please it, get degrees, yeah, yeah. but don't push yourself so I much that like you I don't enjoy it. I that category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I, I think there's a fine line between – really having pride in what you do and wanting to really excel and learn and mm. also just burning out and making the process unenjoyable. Yeah, 100%. And I yeah. think that translates to the workplace as well. I think yeah. it's pretty easy to get carried away yeah. and, and drown yourself a little bit. So, yeah, just try to yeah. enjoy the process and take sure. some pressure off. And also to, yeah, whatever you're, you're doing at the time, like I said, I, I change my passion about once a year. Yeah. But whatever you do, just just follow that yeah. passion. Don't do it. Don't not do it just yeah. because it's new or scary. Just I think we can always feel like there's not enough time, but yeah. there is time. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've got to live, you know, with the sense of in the moment yeah. and also have a plan. Yeah. Um, yep. But if it changes, it's okay. Yeah, that's kind it. Of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And that was the same for me with architecture moving over to project management. You know, it's not a heaps exciting change, but 
that was more where my passion was driving me at mm-hmm. that time and it yeah. was really rewarding for me so yeah. I made sure yeah. I followed it even though from when I was 10 and I made that first phone call to the draftsman in Sterling you know it's yeah. what I always wanted to do but yeah. that passion was changing so yeah. I followed it and it's probably one of the best things I've ever done yeah. so yeah I definitely yeah. say architecture especially in somewhere like Adelaide doesn't necessarily mean you just have to be sitting there at a desk all day mm. you know, drawing box gutter details like <laughs> you can make so many different things out of it and make it such a rewarding career for something that you really want to have a mm. have an interest in and a passion in so yeah you yeah. can tailor it to yeah, yourself, which i'm absolutely. starting to figure out talking to all these different people like yeah. it, the profession changes for all of us 100 depending on where we are yeah though so we all did the same degree yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know that's where we ended up yeah. yeah yeah so yeah just make the industry what you want it to be mm. and what you have passion in i think I think there's also there's room for whatever it is you find. Yeah. So, like, you know, your role was created for you. Yeah. You yeah. know, just merging a bunch of skills together. So yep. that can happen anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, 99% of the people we went to uni with might hate to do what I do, mm. but I absolutely love it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's so many tangents you can go off on. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sort of carve your own path and, yeah, follow your passion in the industry because you'll find something. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Such a good chat. All right, thanks, Scott. No worries. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Designer Journals podcast. If you'd like to show your support, please subscribe or follow along, share it with your friends or leave a rating or review. You can find more content on the Instagram page. Just search for at the Designer Journals. Catch you next time.